0: girls all fantasy football lovers thank you for tuning in this is fantasy fever with marcus hemingway and you can find me on twitter or tweeter (laughs) funny thing about that i got a little quick story about that in a second but you can find me on twitter at hey underscore underscore mh once again hey underscore underscore mh and you can tweet me questions sunday morning before kickoff and say hey who do i need to start uh and i will try to assist you but you can't get mad now you can't get mad if i give you the wrong answer or answer that you're not gonna love i don't need you getting mad at me if Eric Ebron have a better night than George Kittle, and I recommend George Kittle. Hey, I don't know who's gonna have a good night. I can only only thing I can do is suggest, and that's what I'm doing. But once again, thank you for tuning in back into Fantasy Fever with me, Marcus Hemingway, and this is Week Seven. You can tune in to my podcast on DMV Sports Network. You can follow them, the DMB Sports Network, on Twitter as well, or Tweeter, however you want to say it, at DMV underscore SN. Also, guys, it's basketball season, basketball season, and um, we have plenty of podcasts on the DMV Sports Network. Please check out a couple of the ones that I would recommend for you right about now to get your update on the NBA season. It's about time DC as well as the Wizards report and the NBA quick report podcast. And those are all available on the DMV sports network. Please check us out and you can find this podcast as well on the DMV sports network. And you can also find me everywhere else that you would find your podcasts from itunes to spotify those are two of my favorites to listen to myself when i'm riding down a nice warm alaskan highway and i just want to hear myself i'll cut myself on on itunes and i'll say hey underscore underscore mh but yeah, uh, back to that story on Twitter <laughs> uh, somebody said, hey do you uh, do you do that Twitter thing do 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 you do you, do you tweet?" I was like uh, twitter I, I I have a Twitter uh, I'm not sure if that's what you're talking about, but I do have a Twitter um, and I do have a and you can if you're on Twitter or if you're on Twitter what I'm not sure which one you're using, but if you're on either, you can find me on hey." Underscore, underscore, mh, and they just looked at me like I was crazy because I said to them just like that. I said, "Hey, underscore, underscore, mh," and I think I started them a little bit, but you know, I think they followed me. at the end of the at the at the end of the day, they followed me, so that's that's a good thing. So, guess what? It's week seven of the NFL. And now we're a little bit more than halfway through the fantasy football season, and you're probably sitting on a good old six and zero, five and one, or you're sitting on a miserable one and four, or I'm sorry, one and five, or a two and four. Whichever part of the spectrum, end of the spectrum that you're on, doesn't really matter. Still time. Still, plenty of time to go ahead and bolster your roster and get it ready for the playoffs, if you can. Or for those of us who are not ready for the playoffs or nowhere near the playoffs, get ready to have a push to get into the playoffs. And that's what waiver wires for, and that's what trades are for, and that's what wins are for. So. After last week, we are going to start getting more wins from this week forward. And you ask, how are we going to do this? Like I said, uh, waiver wire, number one, waiver wire. You got to beat the waiver wire up. It's it's plenty of options on the waiver wire. You have to beat it up, especially if you're sitting in the bottom bottom two or three in your league you have to be the first on the waiver wire you have to be the second on the waiver wire each week each week if you're last or if you're second to last or third to last you need to be that person that's having two or three players enter your roster because what you've been doing for the prior the weeks prior it's not working so what we're gonna do we're gonna try to do something different we're gonna we're gonna suggest trades um the funny thing is uh, I've actually picked up David Johnson in a lot of my leagues via trade. And I've done this by just basically just throwing some bait out there. A lot of beginner fantasy players are actually dumping David Johnson right now because of the fact that he's not having a great season. But like I said, guys, uh, the hard part of these guys' season, that's over with. It's it's over with. Um, They have a really easy schedule coming up. And I think it, they're going to they're gonna do a lot better than what they have done. And I think I wrote about it a little bit early on in the season. Should you trade David Johnson? Should you not? And you can find that article on the DMV Sports Network. I personally think um, if you had the opportunity to trade him for something more, more better, I like that, more better. If we had something to trade him for something a better option Blair, at that time, um, at the beginning of the season, yes, uh, I would have traded traded him. Uh, but right now, with how their schedule lines up for the rest of the season, after this week, I would honestly look to trade for David Johnson. I mean, they got after this after they play the Broncos tomorrow night, which I think the Broncos should blow them out. After they play the Broncos tomorrow night, they, they got the 49ers, Cardinals, Raiders, Chargers, Packers, Lions, Falcons. And, you know, that's just that just screams defenses that they can run over or they can find themselves offensively against. Especially teams like Kansas City, who's probably historically one of the worst defenses in the league ever. Um... You've seen the, their games. They give up a lot of points, and that's that's just who they are. They don't have a really good defense. I think that defense will actually get better, though, when Lamar Houston and and um, the safety read come back. That defense will get extremely better. My biggest recommendation is just to find players that you can buy, buy low on. A lot of players haven't done as well as they were drafted to do, like David Johnson. David Johnson is probably my number one player who's going to have a better season. Um, They line up with the, after tomorrow night, they're going to be lining up against the, just for an example for you, they're they're probably going to get their brains beat in tomorrow. And after tomorrow night, they get a 10-day rest. And then they're going to be lining up against the, Jesus. 49ers, Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, Packers, Lions, Falcons. That's it's about four defenses. That's four defenses that they can actually find themselves offensively on. So, give player find players that you have an opportunity to buy low on. And and throw out some bait to these to these guys who own these players. I think I threw out in one of my leagues for David Johnson. I think I just offered something like Corey Clemente or Corey Clement. And the player, the guy came back with the offer towards me at, for David Johnson. He said he'll trade me David Johnson and and Shepard, Sterling Shepard from the New York Giants for Juju Smith-Schuster and Corey Clement. In all fairness, that's actually a pretty solid trade um, with David Johnson and Juju Smith-Schuster being the bigger names. And, you know, St- Shepard isn't a uh, bad receiver. If Eli can get has time to throw, he'll spread the ball out mostly to OBJ and Sterling Shepard. So, th- uh, you know, that's uh, these are good players that you can suggest. That's just uh, an example of a trade that you can try to do um David Johnson is no long he hasn't played like a top 3 overall pick and that's just my opinion but i think the top 3 overall pick will get some flashes um by the end of the season but yeah man it's the time now it's the time now for you to start it which again what you've done before uh prior to week 7 it, it hasn't worked out if you're one in one and five or, or two and four it just hasn't worked out one of my leagues, i'm two and four so i had to, i had to find some some way to do some different things you know um so i started throwing out trade offers and seeing what people actually give me an opportunity to pick up for so that's what you need to do I man you got to be able, you got to be able to part ways from those favorite players that you think you love so much obviously they're not helping you win so i recommend you getting out there and finding some players that you can get off your roster to get some better players on your roster to help you get some W's to get in the playoffs. Uh, So a quick recap from the the past weekend. Um, I'm just going to hope that you didn't play Todd Gurley or Kareem Hunt or Tyreek Hill. And if you did, I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry that you had to endure that. And if you survived it, I applaud you because that what like Todd Gurley did, um, you know, that was that was uh, I think I I actually got in the um Diamond Thunder League I actually caught a Todd Gurley Todd Gurley game and I I lost that match by thirty points and that's exactly what Todd Gurley scored in that matchup. Or even Melvin Gordon I I was on the good end of the Mel, Melvin Gordon ha- on my team because I had Melvin Gordon and he had a hat trick this past weekend so I hate it for you if you were on the bad end of those, those players because they lit it up this past weekend and you know it's always bad when you actually have a player come out all your players come out and have a good game and you go out and play, play somebody that just has a historic game, that's just <laughs> is un, unheard of, and it and it hurts every time more and more because these these players are having games that they won't. Well, Ty Gurley will probably have another game like that, so I just I would rather not have to play him ever, so. I mean, that's that's gonna be my biggest recap from the past week. I mean, we got some great games this past weekend with uh, the Patriots and Chiefs. That was an outstanding game. Um, The the Chargers finally starting to show up and be who we thought they could be. And you know, the 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 Ravens. If you had to play the Ravens defense, (laughs) was it ten sacks they had? Oh. A defense finally played good ball in the NFL. That's that seems like a rarity this season. I watched the Ravens come back this week and get lit up by the um by the Saints. And the funny thing, I saw a stat today: Drew Brees has beat all thirty, has beaten thirty-one out of thirty-two teams, and the thirty-second team that he hasn't beaten is the Baltimore Ravens. So um. I don't know about that game. That's that's going to be a tough game. That's a road game for Drew Brees. Uh, they're coming off a bye week, and the Ravens are coming off a week where they basically uh, put Kansas, not Kansas City, but uh, they put Tennessee in the dirt. But a couple weeks ago, funny thing about it uh, was the guy's name Taylor Lewin. He was talking about, oh, they're, they're going to need to know who we are. They need to give us more respect. Dude, you just lost two in a row. We can't give you any respect. You just lost two in a row, You're three and three in your division against teams who, who can't block for their quarterback. You get, you're get three and three in that division. You know, how am I going to respect you if you can't win a game in your division and and you, you're going out here and getting sacked ten times in the NFL? I can understand. Nathan Peterman, Peterman, getting sacked 10 times. But you got a mobile quarterback. You got Marcus Mariota who, had, who played an Oregon in the glory days. And he got sacked 10 times? How does that happen? When do we not make adjustments? I mean, 10 times? somebody's just somebody's gonna get talked to it's like well, maybe you get tapped on the shoulder like uh what's going on why is my quarterback on his ass again well coach uh, no there's no well coach nothing he'll pick my quarterback off the ground my franchise quarterback off the ground and, and, and you two sit in the corner and figure it out but 10 sacks man and you want respect. Yeah, we're not gonna give you respect with ten sacks. I we, we can't do that. But um and it's the same thing with Cincinnati. They want respect in that division. But the fact of the matter is you can't beat Pittsburgh at home. they owned you at home and you can't beat them. But you want you want somebody to respect you. Sorry, Andy Dalton. And for the record, Andy Dalton was one of my uh, players that I said is was gonna do well last week, and for the most part, he he did what he had to do. He did everything he had to do, except win the damn game. Unfortunately, I actually didn't pick Andy Dalton, so I wasn't <clears throat> I wasn't a fool. I didn't expect him to do win that ball game, but. He he came up about seventy three yards short of what I projected him to get. He did have the two touchdowns that I projected him to have, but he came up seventy three yards short. He ended up with the two hundred twenty nine yard game with two touchdowns. I think both of those touchdowns with the to, to uh, Tyler Boyd, which is awesome for Tyler Boyd owners and for people who read my weekly waiver wire pickups when i suggested tyler boyd and i think either week two or three when he started to actually surface as he was going to be that number two receiver in that offense i think right now he's putting up um number one receiver number so we'll take a look at that later but um <clears throat> that's the recap uh right now guys it's 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 the time i know i i, I probably feel like i'm beating a dead bush right now saying it's the time to try to stand up yeah but no it really is the time now because like I said at the beginning of the show we're more than halfway through the season halfway through the uh, fantasy football season and uh, it's about to start doing uh, playoff seating so you need to uh, you need to get it together and figure out what your team's going to be are you gonna be a doormat for the rest of the league or are you gonna are you gonna step on the doormats of, of the rest of the league and become the league number one? And speaking of number one, please check out the DMV Sports Network for daily DMV content. They offer plenty of content about the Washington Wizards. Oh yeah, it's basketball season, so please hop on there and check out some of that Washington Wizards content. Oh yeah, it's also hockey season, so get on there and check out some Capitals content as well. It's plenty of content on there. I like to visit it just to check out mostly the basketball. I, I watch NBA basketball very loosely, um, partly because the season is... Extremely long, and I feel like most basketball players only give a damn this week and um, after the All-Star game. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what four months of players just out there getting a check. I mean, you'll get a couple good dunks in between this time, a couple blowout wins, but you know, I mean, it's just you know, NBA is just a uh, it's a part of the culture. And it it that's what it's always been. A cultural thing. But it's the season. The season started tonight. I'm a Warriors fan, so uh Warriors and Kevin Durant fan. I also like uh Kyrie Irving a lot in Boston. Spent some time living up there in Boston and I really liked it. So, um actually, actually gonna be my finals this year. The Warriors against Boston, I think the Warriors will win it in six games give or take. KD get another MVP and he'll continue to stay in the Bay Area. That team actually moves to San Francisco next season so why a lot of people out there are saying hey Kevin Durant's gonna leave the Warriors and go to LA and and go to new york and blah 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 he's gonna go why Why would he leave a team that's gonna that's right in the middle of silicon valley where all of the money it pretty much is nowadays why would he leave that one of the best places i ever lived in my life was san francisco and i would go back any day if i could find a place that i could actually live on my salary so yeah, that's the hardest part about living in that area is just the high salaries. But I don't see Kevin Durant leaving the Warriors. I, I do see them winning another championship and him being in another Finals MVP. So that's my take. I'm sorry I got off on, off on a whole spit uh whole uh, tangent just then. But definitely check out the DMV Sports Network and their always looking for new writers if you feel like you got something to say which in this new world everybody has something to say please follow the dmv sports network on twitter at dmv underscore sn send them a dm and said, hey i want to be a writer because that dude hey underscore underscore mh said i can be a writer if i had something to say and um, you DM DM that Twitter account that and they'll get back to you and say hey what do you want to talk about what do you feel like you can offer to us Um, if you feel like you can do the fantasy football thing by all means I'd love to collaborate with somebody else on these issues Um, definitely send these guys a, a DM also check out the daily content that they offer and another thing if you feel like you have a question for me, please feel free to shoot me an email at janusviews at com. That is J-A-N-U-S-V-I-E-W-S at gmail.com. And it will be in the description of this um of this podcast so you can feel free to uh, to email me any of your fantasy football questions also find me on twitter at hey underscore underscore mh for any questions that you have so in this week's edition of waiver wire content we got a lot of players returning and a lot of new players that want to say hey I'm ready for prime time, baby. I'm ready to show what I can do. I'm ready to show that I'm the man. I'm the best. Yards after the catch receiver in the league is exactly what Albert Wilson, who lands number one on my weekly waiver wire pickups uh, for the Miami Dolphins. He lit up the Bears defense for 155 yards on two touchdowns. With two touchdowns, sorry. And the funny thing, like he said, he's the number one yard, yards after the catch receiver in the league. Dude, we didn't even know who you were last week. Um, He's a great pickup. If you are wide receiver uh, needy, I don't know if he's going to be the best pickup. Uh, because we don't know what the quarterback situation is with uh, Miami. Uh, well, we actually do know that Ryan Tannehill will be out again this week and Brock Osweiler will be starting. Um, More than likely, Brock Osweiler will definitely get him, continue to try to get Albert Wilson the ball. And my thing is, as long as Osweiler or... As Michael Lombardi would say, the heist as long as Oswald the heist is starting, I think he will try to get Albert Wilson the ball because they seem a bit familiar with with each other because of the second team work in the offense. So um, if you're wide receiver needy, look for him on your waiver wire. If you're not, I personally would go look for a person like Willie Sneed especially in PPR leagues uh, he's averaging about seven targets a game from Willie Sneed from the Baltimore Ravens he's averaging about seven targets a game from Joe Flacco um, if he can continue to get targets he's gonna eat uh, he's definitely a target hog it's, it's the type of receiver he is you know is um, exactly what he did in New Orleans he was a target hog and that's what it is. So I, I I personally think that he'd be a better pickup than, say, uh, Albert Wilson because you just don't know what you're going to get out of Albert Wilson because you don't know what the quarterback situation is. And as long as you're playing down in Miami, team, as long as the Miami Dolphins have a home game, defense is going to get tired as hell in the fourth quarter because it's hot as hell in Miami this time of the year. Hell, it's hot as hell all times of the year in Miami. So, especially this time of year when you have these cold weather teams or teams that's not used to that type of weather in in October. I know uh, the Northern teams definitely are just t- uh, used to this type of weather in October. They're used to it being a little cooler It'll be a a lot cooler, used to at least be. I think it was snowing in Vermont today, not that Vermont has an NFL team, but it was was snow up there, and this is the type of weather they're used to. They're used to this exotic weather, cold, windy, dreary-looking weather, and then they go down to sunny Miami, and they have a good time, and they enjoy the heat a little bit. And this is this is what it is for Miami. This is why they pick up their wins during the season and then they look like shit on the road because teams go down to Miami, they have a good good time in that nightlife and then and then they go out on Sunday and get their ass handed to them because it's hot as hell and and they possibly have been drinking all night long. So um you know <clears throat> that's what that is. Um, another pickup, OJ Howard return for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He didn't really return. He was out for a week and then he wasn't even out for a week. I think he, he injured his MCL at MCL sprain. And then the Buccaneers had a bye week and then he played last week. So he, um, he was a warrior out there. He, uh, he, he came back last week with four receptions and 62 yards a lot of people most likely dropped Howard because they needed a tight end to play for him then, and he missed about two weeks. So if he was on your. I think I dropped him in a league because I saw Greg Olsen or or my next um weekly waiver wire pickup that I'm gonna talk about on the on the waiver wire, and I picked those guys up. So you know, I would recommend going back and seeing if you could pick up OJ Howard he may still be out there for you and also uh, CJ Uzuma Tyler uh, Tyler Croft who was supposed to be the replacement for Tyler Eifert is now going to be out for the not he said he may return but he has a broken foot in his a broken bone in his foot so he may not return but who cares it's all about CJ Uzuma he um, picked up seven targets last week against the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. And, hell, everybody picks up targets. Every tight end picks up targets against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think I said last week I could pick up seven targets against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, look for C.J. Uzuma on your waiver wire. He's going to continue to find targets. And they, they play the Kansas City Chiefs. Like I said earlier, Kansas City Chiefs does not have a good uh, a good defense right now. And Gronk ate their ass up last week on about four catches. So look for C.J. Uzuma on that waiver wire. This week is actually, or last week, uh, late last week, um, the Indianapolis coach announced the return of the Mac. That's Marlon Mac, that is. He's uh, coming off a hamstring injury that he picked up in week two. He really picked it up in the... Um, In the preseason but it carry over to week two and um he returned last week uh, returned to the starting lineup and he picked up 89 yards on 12 carries my thoughts is if the Colts can dedicate themselves to a running game and Matt can actually run the way he did um he can definitely be a big addition off the off the waiver wire for a, a running back needy team and right now, uh, the r- league and the running backs is very slim. So, I'd recommend looking for Marlon Mack on your waiver wires. One last waiver wire pickup that I like this week was Jermaine Curse. If anybody remembers, Jermaine Curse played for the Seattle Seahawks a couple years ago. He should be a, a um, Super Bowl champion. But he played for those teams when the Seahawks were great. And speaking of the Seahawks, uh, for a second, uh, a little sidebar. I think the Seahawks are kind of turning things around. They, they, they've kind of went away from what they were—the Legion of Boom or Legion of, you know, that those guys—and and it's more a Russell, what Russell Wilson-led team. And they're actually dedicating themselves to the running game and getting Russell Wilson better looks. This team is starting to start a trend towards the right direction. Um, look for you guys like Carson, uh Chris Carson, Russell Wilson, um Baldwin, and um two other players that I like. I was gonna put on my weekly waiver wire picks this week, uh was Jaron Brown, long time uh Arizona Cardinal. He was with John Brown back in those days. And more. Um, uh, look for those two guys to continue to get better each week. And Russell Wilson is actually looking for him in the passing game. So I, I like where the Seahawks are headed. They're quietly coming up. Um, you know, the NFC is just so deep when you have teams like. The Rams, you got the Rams, the the um I almost at the Giants. Yeah, right. Uh but you got the Rams, the Eagles. I don't know what the Cowboys are doing, not the Cowboys. The Rams, the Eagles Not the Packers. The Packers aren't really doing anything. The Vikings are quietly good, but they just had some bad breaks. Um Carolina's doing really well. Atlanta, eh, they lost a lot of players. New Orleans, and and um, that's it. But the, the the NFC is super deep. Is basically what I'm trying to say. Is super deep teams. But uh, if if Seattle can continue to keep playing how they're playing, I think they can sneak into a wild card position this year. And um, and that. Those players on that offense can actually give you an opportunity to win some year, win a fantasy football matchup. Uh, the defense is is young again, which is a good thing. You got young, hungry players. I think uh, I don't know the kid's name, but he popped uh, Amari Cooper coming across the middle and put him out in concussion protocol last week, and that was a pretty that was a pretty good little rolling over for the uh seattle seahawks against the raiders last week but jermaine curse uh for the new york jets is playing for the new york jets now and quincy anunua was was diagnosed with a high ankle sprain on monday so he's gonna miss a couple weeks next in line you got jermaine curse he actually came out and had um a really good game with sam Darnold. looked like he'd been playing with sam Darnold all his life had 10 targets nine receptions 94 yards so um PPR leagues I think Jermaine curse could be a good pickup he could it seem like he's ready he he understands offense and he's ready to step right in and and be whatever Sam Darnold needs him to be so look for Jermaine curse funny thing about um, my leagues that I'm in he's still on the waiver wire maybe they don't believe in the New York Jets which I don't believe in the New York Jets, but um, who do they play this week? They play Minnesota. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Minnesota's a tough defense. Uh, their team's a little weird. What are they, 3-2-1? and one? That's a weird line. So I, I don't know. They're tough, but they struggled last week against against the Cardinals. So, and the Cardinals play tough ball, but you don't struggle against, a good team shouldn't struggle against the Cardinals. So, you know, if you have a, if you're a wide receiver needy team, look for Jermaine Curse, is, is all I'm saying. And that is my week seven waiver wire pickups. Hopefully that can help your team in some way or fashion hopefully you can bolster your roster if anything just continue to pick up players and trade them for all for one player that you actually want in the next couple weeks you got all these waiver wire pickups and you say hey I, i really didn't want these players i'll trade you all of these guys for that number one guy that you got for your antonio brown or for your something you know use these players as as bait. If the, if the, if these guys have one Albert Wilson come out and have another 150, 170 yard game with 2000 yards after the catch, then by all means go out there and toss Albert Wilson for a wide receiver that you know can consistently do 100 yards every week like a uh, Antonio Brown or a Juju Smith-Schuster, you know. And offer Albert Wilson for that guy. Albert's Albert's is pretty fast. He looks like he's a good receiver, but you know he he has Brock Osweiler and Ryan Tannehill throwing him the ball. So I'm not gonna put my fantasy football season on him. But if he it, by all means, if he comes out this week and he blows up for another hundred fifty yards, put him on the trade block and say, hey, I'll take that number one receiver for my number one receiver. He's not a number one receiver, but the last two weeks, he, or the last week, and possibly this week, he'll play like one. So, just something, something to think about when you're trying to figure out how you're going to be able to get into the conversation of the top six teams or top however many teams that you guys take to the playoffs. Think about that. And something else I want you to think about is my sizzling six. Uh, from this week up forward, I'm gonna start putting out a sizzling six players who I think will be someone that you need to put on your starting put in your starting lineups and not even think about it. Say, hey, Marcus said I need to start this guy, and he's gonna be good this week. No matter who he plays, he is gonna light it up. So this week, without further ado. I release my sizzling six. So, number one, quarterback, I'm just going to go with Matt Ryan. Uh, Matt Ryan is is playing. It doesn't matter who Matt Ryan is playing right now because he is lighting up everybody. He's actually playing the New York Giants. I uh, just talked to my mom. She's actually going to that game. A bit jealous. Not really. But um, Matt Ryan's playing the New York Giants And the New York Giants are playing like shit right now Defensively, offensively, special teams and, And Matt Ryan is hot Which is one of the main reasons he's on the sizzling six this week So Matt Ryan, start that guy with confidence And he should light up the New York Giants With pride uh, my at, at the running back position, I got Saquon Barkley. Um, this is this is uh on the other end for the Atlanta Falcons, they can't they can't guard anybody on defense, and it's about I think they lost about six players defensively. So, uh, start Saquon Barkley, and it looks like the New York Giants are just gonna ride him till he. He can't go anymore because he's about just about the only player on that team who's doing something that's that's looking like they have something to bank on for the future. I mean Odell isn't really doing nothing but running his mouth, but Saquon is playing good in the pass catch game as well as the rushing game. So and the funny thing about him, I didn't think he'd be doing what he's doing right now in the league because I thought he was just a, a one big burst type of player. But he, he's he's actually having a really good season and he's going to have a good week this week against that weak Atlanta defense. Robert Woods, he's on a really nice, uh, at the wide receiver position, Robert Woods, he's on a really nice stretch right now for the uh, Los Angeles Rams. He's he's actually been doing really well the last couple weeks. And um, they, they announced today that cooper cup will not be playing and that's in my opinion that's jared golf's safety jacket but uh the last couple weeks his uh safety jacket has been robert woods and, and robert woods is catching pretty much everything so just to, sh- to tell you what his line was like 109 yards 92 yards 101 yards and 104 yards and three touchdowns in that span so uh, Robert Woods is on fire right now and I'd recommend him starting against uh, where they plan against the San Francisco 49ers off a short week um, I recommend Robert Woods as your as a receiver that you need to start David Njoku no joke The Cleveland Browns will probably win at Tampa Bay this week. And David Njoku is going to be one of the bigger reasons why they win. A really cool stat that I saw this week with with David Njoku. and weeks four, five, and six, he's led his team with catches. And that's um, in Baker Mayfield's three starts. And the good thing about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right along with the Pittsburgh Steelers, they are a tight end funnel. And tight ends have fun lighting them up. Uh, they're allowing league highs in points per game and yards per play. So look for David Njoku to have an outstanding game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And one defense that I like, I loved them until I realized that Peter Man wasn't starting wasn't gonna be starting. They're gonna be starting Derek Anderson, veteran Derek Anderson. But I, I still like the Indianapolis Colts against the Buffalo Bills this week. Should be a good uh defensive game for them. And the Indianapolis Colts uh coming off a ten day layover because of playing on Thursday night their last game. I think um I think they'll have their shit together. Wait a minute. I don't think the Indianapolis Colts played on Thursday night last week, did they? Doesn't really matter. They they yeah, they played the Jets on Sunday. Sorry about that. Uh still, they're playing the Bills off a loss and they're playing at home in Indianapolis and the Bills just aren't really that good. They're a really good defensive team. That's pretty much why they're in most of their games. Uh, however, Andrew Luck gets his guy T. Y. Hilton back. Look, looks like, so the offense will be able to do something, move the ball a bit. But um, the the Bills' offense won't be able to move the ball against the underrated Indianapolis Colts offense or defense. So, that's my sizzling six defense of the week, and my kicker of the week is the. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles kicker Jake Elliott Um, the Philadelphia Eagles have a war against the Carolina Panthers this week Um, this game is going to come down to a field goal and nobody kicks the ball better than Jake Elliott in Philadelphia So that's my kicker for the sizzling six this week please put these guys in your lineups for the week and feel confident doing it because these, all these guys right here are going to be on fire for you. And that's this week's Sizzling Six. Alright guys, so uh, this is going to be the wrap up. A um, couple things I want you to look at this week. Uh, be aware, again, that you have four teams on a bye. you got Green Bay, Oakland, Pittsburgh, and Seattle on their bye weeks this week. Also... You got um, Tennessee and Los Angeles Chargers out there in London this week, and that game's going to start at 9.30 Eastern time. I probably won't even see that game because it starts way before I wake up Alaska time. So uh, make sure you have your players in the starting, starting positions or wherever it. I'm sure you guys want to start Melvin Gordon, so make sure you go to bed with him in your lineup. If you don't wake up before ten o'clock on on um, Sundays, which a lot of people like to sleep in on Sundays, make sure you have your starting players in their positions on Saturday night, so you uh, won't have to worry about missing out on Melvin Gordon points or 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 L.A. Chargers defense points, defensive points. Um another thing you got another thing to look at New England at chicago i I'd, I'd honestly fade Chicago's defense this week against the New England Patriots um the Patriots look like they're kind of in that position where they're starting to kind of fill fill that offense and with the uh Chicago Bears looks like Mac he actually didn't practice today. He's having some kind of ankle issue. I'm sure he'll play. He's a gamer like that. But uh, look for the New England Patriots to uh, to eat that day against that Chicago defense, no matter who's out there. It should be another pretty good game. Uh, Matt Nagy has really good game scripts for Mitchell Trubisky, so that'll be a really good game for you to check out. And, again, just make sure you look at, Look and see what's going on with Khalil McHale. Hey, it's the New England Patriots. They're gonna get theirs no matter what. But I see this game being like a 24-17 type of game, especially since it's a road game for New England. Um, again, the Cleveland. I I think the Cleveland Browns should pick up a good a good win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who fired their defensive coordinator Mike Smith earlier this week. So look for the Browns to come out on fire after being embarrassed last week against the Los Angeles Chargers. And one of my games of the week this week, again, is going to be the New Orleans Saints at the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, gives It gives uh, Drew Brees an opportunity to beat his 32nd team to complete all beating all 32 teams in the NFL, which I think possibly only Peyton Manning has done in the league. I don't know that for sure, but um, he'll join a pretty exclusive club of beating all 32 teams if he can get a W in Baltimore. So that'll be an interesting game and a really good um, divisional game with Dallas and Washington on CBS which I find interesting. They're doing a little crossover this week and having CBS do the NFC and and the uh Fox announcing crews actually gonna be doing the AFC, which is gonna be that New Orleans Baltimore game. So that Dallas and Washington game should be pretty interesting. I know my guys over it. It's about time. D- DC is going to love that game. The Washington Redskins came off a really good, shocking win against the Carolina Panthers uh, last week. So it should be an outstanding game, actually. Should be if the Eagles lose, it sh- that game should be for first in the division. So, um, look for that game to mean something to both of those teams, and they'll they'll go at it. It's a rival game anyway. Dallas at Washington is always going to be exciting. And then to finish off Sunday, you're going to have Kansas City and, and Cincinnati. Whew, that's going to be another really, really, really good game. Cincinnati's defense can get after it a little bit. Um, they can get after the – they have a nice little pass rush better than – New England's pass rush, but I don't know if they have a uh, guy that's going to be able to keep up with the Cheetah, which hell, no, let's be honest here, no guy in the NFL can pretty much keep up with Cheetah, so should be another win for um, Kansas City on Sunday night football, and now that Patrick Mahomes has gotten a taste of of primetime football on a Sunday night, I see the Kansas City Chiefs. Coming out and writing the ship from last week's um, last minute loss, last second loss against the Patriots. But if you have, again, if you have any questions for me, find me on Twitter, Twitter or tweeter or however you want to say it. Find me on Twitter at hey underscore underscore mh. Or you can email me at janisviews at gmail.com. Tweet me on Sunday morning for all your fantasy starts or sit questions, and and I'll be able to help you out and see if we can start getting some Ws. Again, guys, it's the time. Now is the time to get these wins and start stacking these wins because it's almost playoff time, and it's almost time to start getting ready to win this pot. Um, Music this week is by Julian Avila. Thank you for tuning in. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all fantasy football lovers, this is Fantasy Fever with me, Marcus Hemingway. Give it to him, Julian.